Welcome to this sixth edition of Leading with Confidence. My name is Confidence Selme and I'm your host. This program is proudly powered by the William Selme Foundation and the foundation's mission is enabling education in Africa. This week I'd like us to talk on a topic I've titled Building Team Optimism. Building Team Optimism. Optimism is the salt of a team. Have you ever cooked meat and forgot to add the salt? It just tastes bland and boring. This is what teams that lack optimism are like. Optimism is a quality that adds flavor to the team. We do not consume salt by itself, so salt isn't the core substance. It is what magnifies the core substance and takes it to the next level. So there must be something to be optimistic about. There must be a goal, a vision, or a dream that the team can be excited about. When that goal, vision, or dream is seasoned with optimism, it is brought to life. Salt has the ability to change the atmosphere of food. Likewise, when a team is infused with optimism, the atmosphere in the organization is positively impacted. Leadership author and teacher John C. Maxwell wrote a book titled The Difference Maker, and in it, he speaks about the difference that attitude makes. When a team is full on optimism, that can truly make all the difference. It can be the difference between winning or losing a pitch. It can be the difference between reaching the targets or missing them. Is your team seasoned with optimism or is it missing this essential element? Salt also serves as a means of preserving food. It does this by absorbing the water from the food so that the environment is too dry to support harmful bacteria. Optimism helps in preserving the team. When there is optimism in a team, many of the harmful attitudes are kept at bay. Optimism keeps away unhealthy cynicism and it keeps away hopelessness. It creates a barrier that prevents dejection, discouragement and gloominess you know, from penetrating the hearts of the team members. Even if these negative emotions are able to creep in from time to time, optimism will drive them out because it cannot coexist with them. Optimism is an external reflection of an internal image. A person's external behavior and demeanor gives us an indication of what's going on on the inside. Grumpy pessimistic behavior is merely a reflection of negative attitudes and beliefs that are harbored on the inside. To change what is being reflected externally, we must first work on what's happening internally. Imagine standing in front of a mirror and trying to alter what you see. You can't alter what you see in the mirror without altering your appearance. Optimism doesn't walk alone. By its side, there is always hope, confidence, and cheerfulness. These are the elements that characterize and embody optimism. Hope is defined by dictionary.com as the feeling that what is wanted can be had or that events will turn out for the best. Close quote. This feeling of hope is important because it helps teams overcome negative circumstances. Teams that have hope do not give up easily. Because they believe that what is wanted can be had, they have a resilience that carries them through the various challenges that they may face. Hope gives them this resilience. Sometimes hope is all that a team may possess and sometimes it is all that a team needs. The strength and character of a team isn't tested when everything is going right. When there are no challenges, there is no need for strength or resilience. 
Your soldiers don't need to train hard if all they'll be facing in the battlefield is statues and lifeless adversaries. But when your team is to meet a challenging journey, hope is needed. An optimistic attitude is needed. If you aim to achieve anything worthwhile in this world, know that there will be challenges along the journey. If you do not have optimism and you give up hope, your chances of achieving your set goals will decrease. That's because without hope, the spirit grows weary. Indeed, hopelessness is a slow death that kills like starvation. It eats away at you, leaving nothing but skin and bones. Hope, on the other hand, is like nutrition that feeds, builds, and strengthens you. It energizes your core and it lifts up the team spirit. A team's attitude is like an elevator that takes them to different floors of a building. An optimistic attitude takes the team up, but a pessimistic attitude takes the team down. Some teams reside on the top floors while others reside in the basement of the building. Their attitude is such that they never see any sunshine. They are always gloomy and dark. The leader sets the tone for their team. An optimistic leader will pass on that energy and optimism to their team, but a pessimistic leader will demoralize and drain the team and bring about a sense of passivity. A team that dwells in a state of demotivation becomes sluggish in their activities and ultimately they become ineffective. Optimism is about the future. When the level of optimism is low, people don't look forward to coming to work and their their morale, enthusiasm, and general attitude towards their work is badly affected. This could manifest in underperformance and poor results. It could also have an adverse effect on relationships with colleagues, clients, and leaders. Low levels of optimism have the potential to negatively impact company culture as negative attitudes can spread and eventually affect the whole team or organization. There are different factors that inform the levels of optimism, and one of the core factors is members' feelings about the future of the team or organization. Human beings love security, and many people live with tomorrow on their minds. When tomorrow's prospects look good, then the levels of optimism rise. But if there is little security and people don't know or are not sure of whether, for example, they have jobs the following day, then optimism levels will decrease. With varying market dynamics, it's not always possible for leaders to make guarantees about the future. But leaders who choose to be optimistic about the future, leaders who believe that good things will happen, will be better able to infuse the same belief in those they lead. When you see a bright future ahead, you are able to show that future to others as well. But leaders who lack hope for the future invariably sow insecurity in those they lead, and they end up with people who are panicky and pessimistic. Optimism impacts behavior. A person's behavior is a good indicator of their attitude. Someone who has a positive attitude about fitness will make time to go to the gym. There are people who may proclaim to have a positive attitude towards fitness, but because their behavior is contrary to that attitude, it makes us question the validity of the attitude they proclaim to hold. Attitude is not so much a matter of words, it is a matter of actions. An organization may proclaim to hold an attitude that says we promote a culture of openness, but with their actions, they may show that they actually don't. This is what we may call a false attitude. 
A false attitude is an attitude that is proven false by actions that do not correspond with the said attitude. We mentioned earlier that a person's external behavior and demeanor gives us an indication of what's going on on the inside. But there are some people who smile with you, but in their hearts, they wish you misery. The attitude that is portrayed externally is that of joy or happiness towards you, but internally there is another attitude, one that is full of scorn. A person's attitude is a manifestation of what they really believe or what they really think. So changing attitudes is about waking on the inner man. It's about restructuring beliefs. This is no easy task. A person's beliefs are at the core of who they are. Beliefs are what we build our lives on, and to try to restructure beliefs is like uprooting a house from its foundation and then building a new foundation upon which that house can stand. Leaders who want to make a real impact in the lives of those they lead do not merely focus on output, they also give attention to changing negative beliefs and transforming negative attitudes into positive ones. If you lock four healthy people in a room with one sick person, the one sick person is likely to infect the other four healthy people. If you have a negative person in the team and they have influence over the, the team members, you are likely to end up with a pessimistic team. The worst situation you can have is if you as a leader are negative and pessimistic. Such a leader will infect their team with pessimism. One of the worst attitudes that a team can have is an apathetic attitude. Apathy is even worse than pessimism because apathy implies total disengagement. At least with a pessimistic person, there is still some engagement and you know, emotional response, albeit not the type of response that is desired for effective teamwork. When a person is apathetic, it means they've resigned their emotions from the process. It means they have left the conversation table as they feel it's not worth it. Basically, they've decided in their hearts to stop caring. There are different reasons people get to a point where they are apathetic. A person who displays an apathetic attitude may do so as a result of broken trust where what has been repeatedly promised has not been delivered. Or perhaps their thoughts and opinions are not taken into consideration when decisions that affect the team are made. Yes, there are different ways people reach the point of apathy. One of the tasks that a leader must undertake is to lead their people back from an attitude of apathy to an attitude of optimism. To do this, leaders must change their own attitudes which may have you know, contributed to the apathy present within their teams. In other words, to change the team's attitude, the leader must change their own attitude. The leader must do what they said they do and deliver on promises made. Leaders must give everyone on the team the respect that they deserve and this means listening more intently and being more considerate. Optimism is about finding the fun in function. When you enjoy what you do, you want to do more of it. Everything that we do impacts our emotional state. Driving in heavy traffic can affect your emotional state and cause you to become impatient or annoyed. Eating your favorite dish can cause you to feel excited and joyful. There is a myriad of activities we engage in and they all evoke a particular feeling. It is these feelings of joy or agony that push us to do certain things. Teams and their leaders have daily functions. You know, some of these functions may seem to be rudimentary or monotonous or even boring. 
How do you maintain a spirit of optimism when the daily functions don't seem to inspire such a spirit? How do you and your team find the fun in function? It's important to note what the major contributors to fun in an environment are. The first is the actual function itself, perhaps it's design work or lecturing or it's treating patients and so forth. The most desirable situation is one where a team member is functioning in an area they enjoy. For example, it's preferable that the designer should enjoy what they are doing. That way, there is an inherent motivation for them to do it. There is a natural fun that they find in performing that particular function. The second major contributor to fun in environment is the people in that particular environment. Are they naturally fun people to be around? That which may be dull or boring to do becomes more fun to do when you're doing it with fun people. There are two main factors that a leader has to work on in order to make sure that their team finds the fun in function. These are the two main factors that a leader has to work with in order to make sure that their team finds the fun in function. If you have one of these working in your favor, i.e. your people genuinely love what they do or your people love you know, those they're doing it with, then finding the fun in function will become an easier task. Alternatively, you can add fun activities such as periodic game breaks where people are encouraged to take you know, part in fun activities and games around the office. This could include you know, playing pool or doing puzzles if your people are interested in such things. If you give it enough thought, you can come up with you know, uh, many different creative ways to keep your team energized, upbeat, and optimistic. Well, we've come to the end of this week's edition of Leading with Confidence. Cheers.